listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. episode of what comes next cinema geekly's nxt companion podcast it is anthony and jacqueline and we are back talking nxt on the wwe network uh these hangover editions uh yes normally we cover the uk uh in full but we're like hey it's the end of the breakout tournament and there's a breezango tag team match so let's cover nxt proper instead so that's what we did this time around yeah Uh, because we play by our own rule that's right uh, we make the rules here, and this time we decided to to cover NXT proper. So, uh, real quickly, what happened on NXT UK? Uh, they're in the uh, Plymouth Pavilions in Plymouth, England. This is a place where they have taped uh, before. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had a uh, Flash Morgan Webster defeating Mark Coffee. Woohoo! So uh, one step closer to. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews entering in the NXT UK Tag Team Title Match. Wait, uh, would they have to go through an? Is it like a bracket tournament or something? No, I imagine. I imagine Mark Andrews next week will have to defeat like Wolfgang uh, or something to get in. That's my. Right. That is my thinking. Like they win two singles matches here to get into this. You know what's going to happen? Hmm. Um, Mark Andrews is going to lose to Wolfgang, and then it's going to be a three-way match. Ah. Uh, you think so? No, well, it could still I'm be. Calling it. I'm uh, calling it. Travis Banks uh, and Kenny Williams, two good guys. They had a match that was a little weird. Uh, Travis Banks won. It was a fairly underwhelming match. Uh, his, yeah. vic- his victory was soured by Noam Dar, who mocked both of them in his very thick Scottish accent, saying a bunch of weird Scotticisms that I did not understand the meaning of. Hasn't Noam Dar been hurt, like, most of this year? He has no room to make fun of anyone. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nina Samuels uh, had a pretty underwhelming match with Isla Dawn, which Nina Samuels won. Uh, there's a, They showed Walter at his training academy in Germany, where he basically mm. just beat up a bunch of students and said that they weren't even worthy of being there. Uh, and oh. then he challenged Tyler Bate to meet him face-to-face in the ring next week. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Yes. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Uh, Sorry. I can't sing, so I just... For me, it's just <laughs> saying his name. Tyler Bate. Tyler, Tyler Bate. La-la-la-la-la-la, uh, <laughs> Tyler Bate. Um, there you go. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the uh, Also, hey, they announced a new match for TakeOver Cardiff. I am underwhelmed by this match. Uh, they announced a uh, a uh, last man standing match between Dave Mastiff and Joe Coffee. 
Oh, gross. And this is stending from... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'm under... So this is stemming from this weird match that they had last week where the crowd wasn't into it, and they pummeled each other for a while, and they did these weird, like, injury things to each other, and then they both got counted out at the end. Yeah, no one wants this match. Yeah, no one wanted this match, and somehow they're sticking on the takeover. I... I feel like Triple H just really likes this Joe Coffee guy, and they're like, "We got to keep doing stuff with him. It's not working. Yep. Quit trying no. to make, quit trying to make Joe Coffee a thing." Yeah, uh, people are not impressed. Main event was good, but weird. Cassius Ono and Ilya Dragunov uh, had a pretty good match, but then weirdly enough, Cassius Ono beat him. So Dragunov was undefeated. What? Yeah. Dragunov was undefeated, and this was his first real big opponent in NXT UK. He'd kind of been handed a bunch of softies uh, earlier on, guys he just sort of ran through. And then he faced okay. a, t- a, a test here in Ono and didn't win. I don't hmm. know what's going on here. That was weird to me, but okay. Guess uh, they have something. I guess. I don't know what the, I don't know what the plan here is. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Hmm. Uh so next week, uh, it's Walter and Tyler Bate going face-to-face, uh, and Marcel Bartel and Fabian Eichner will be teaming up against The Hunt on next week's episode. That uh, sounds fun. Primate and uh, Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Mark uh, Andrews' brother. Yes. So and it's always known as to me now. <laughs> that, it's, that's what it'll always be. You won't yep, be able to unsee yep. it now. You'll be able to see the resemblance, kind of. Yep. Always yep, a little bit. They're brothers. Uh, okay, so NXT proper, episode 520 on the WWE Network. Uh, a wow. lot of, mm-hmm, A lot of this was video packages, like recapping what happened at TakeOver Toronto 2. Yep. Uh, there's like a music video for like Io Shirai with this like song from Poppy, who sure. I thought was just a YouTube person, but apparently... Recording career as well. Okay. She does, I, I don't know who that is. Yeah, she had a weird song, but it worked really well with Io Shirai's uh, Descent weird into Madness. Your new character? Yeah. I'm loving it. Me I too. really like her character change. Uh, yeah, so a bunch of video packages. Uh, they announced that next week Matt Riddle will face Killian Dane in a grudge match. Uh, Hopefully they actually have it. Yes. Uh, we had uh, some post-match interviews from TakeOver, uh, including the Undisputed Era really upset about their loss. So they are claiming, Jacqueline, that yeah. the wrong man was pinned. They show this still frame of Kyle O'Reilly colliding into Bobby Fish. They're bonked together. But you can kind of see Bobby Fish tagging Kyle O'Reilly on the back. Maybe. And they're claiming that this was a legal tag that the referee missed. Or or maybe the referee called it as a legal tag, but then forgot or something. And then Montez Ford pinned uh, Kyle O'Reilly, but he was not the legal participant in the match. So this sounds like a setup for a rematch. Yes, it does. What a bunch of whiny babies. Yes. Uh, Pete Dunn had an interview where uh, he also was upset about his match. Um, that he thought he had Roderick Strong pinned, but Velveteen Dream literally stopped the referee's hand from going down for a third count, which also might not be legitimate. 
I don't know if that's a I, I don't know if that is a legal play. And sure. Pete Dunn thinks that he should get a shot at the NXT North American Championship. Uh, and uh, we also had Shayna Baszler. Uh, she had a post match interview where she was not surprised by her victory. No. And as 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 you shouldn't be. Uh, no. We should have all seen that one coming. Um, I think uh, I think this means Pete Dunn's now staying in uh, NXT proper for a while. Huh? Mm-hmm. He's done to- his he's done his thing at uh, UK. Yeah, and speaking of uh, people staying in NXT, the word is Street Profits are still in NXT as a tag team wrestling. And that they were, I guess they're still going to be appearing on Raw as backstage characters for some reason. So weird. But they will continue to be wrestlers in NXT. And also, the word is Johnny Gargano also not going anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Johnny Gargano, there was an interview with him from... Last year, maybe? hmm And the title is like, Johnny Gargano, why wrestlers don't want to go to the main roster. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> they're going to have to do something different with him now. I don't know where, yeah. where, where it will take him, but um, I, I don't think we can continue on with Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. So, Do you know who would be a good matchup with him? And hear <laughs> me out on this. Gargano. Okay. I think they should start a rivalry. Oh, with bring it, yeah, start doing something with Angel Garza. Start doing it with yeah. a- Angel Garza and anybody, really. Yeah, really. Or you, like start bringing those new people up because you figure they've got to, if they have to match talent with mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano, like it's going to elevate them. So, well, I recently yeah. saw that their uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott is also is going to be on another two hundred five live match. So he's only been in the one NXT tournament match, and he's been on 205 Live what will be now twice. I wonder if he's just going to get one of these phantom call-ups at 205 Live, like uh, Oni Lorcan and uh, Umberto Carrillo. Those aren't call-ups. No, no. Lateral moves, maybe. Call-downs, perhaps. It's a down... Yeah, I was going to say. That is a step backwards. Uh, So... First match on this show, uh, the Forgotten Stuns, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake with Jackson Riker against Tyler Breeze and Fandango, Breezango. Uh, Love and it. The crowd was fairly excited for Breezango, and they were pretty good in this match, especially Fandango. Fandango was a lot was of fun gonna, in this match. I was going to say, I thought Fandango was awesome in this match. Like, he did so many things. I, I was like, kind of like. I was like, why didn't they use this guy on the main roster if this is how he wrestles? Mm-hmm. You know, if this is what he's capable of. Like, yeah, he deserves to be on TV. Yeah, they weren't overly comedic, although Fantango Mm-mm. was at times uh, very liberal with his use of the uh, the sexy party dance. He, he often did that yeah. throughout this match. But outside of that... He does it well. Yeah, he's very good at, at moving the hips around. Other yeah. than that, pretty serious match from these guys and uh forgotten sons they serve their part well but they are forgettable uh yep. it's not just a name it's a way of life and uh breeze and fandango looked pretty good throughout with fandango looking particularly good doing this big like dive to the outside at one point yep. uh and he's a tall guy to be doing stuff like that yeah Riker. Riker interfered once i think but uh the ref caught him in the act and threw him out uh, and that left the door open for uh, Breezango to hit a double-team finisher, some sort of, like, pendulum elbow drop 
thingy onto Breeze's knees. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool looking, and Fandango got the cover, and uh, a big win for uh, Breezango. What did, you, what did you think of this match? I really enjoyed it, and I've never seen Fandango before, so this was very... I really, really enjoyed this, mm-hmm. and I thought that the two of them, um, like, they played off of each other very well. Yeah. Um, like, they're very much... Like, they're very much a tag team. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tyler Bate... Uh, not Tyler Bate, sorry. Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze. Makes a lot... <laughs> whatever. Makes a lot more sense to me with Fandango there, if that makes sense. Yes. They feel it's, more... He, it, it, yeah, when he was a singles, it felt, it didn't feel right to me. It felt like his time as a singles yeah. is past. Uh, and the stuff he was doing with Fandango before was, uh, it, it seemed like they were gaining some momentum as a team, but then Vince found out that they were funny together and you can't do that because then all oh, you do is funny stuff. That. So they basically started doing, I mean, they made the most out of it. I think uh, when they were on the main roster, they were doing, they were the fashion police. And, yeah, I remember that. And then they started basically doing every week they did the fashion files, which was just like a backstage skit. Uh, and they were doing like yeah. whodunits and trying to solve cases and things like that. And they were entertaining, but, you know, they weren't wrestling. They didn't wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought they they did. I thought this was very good. I thought the two of them play off of each other very well, and I can't wait to see more of them. Yep, I, I think they'll be sticking around. So, uh, I'm going to open up Grapple here. I'm curious okay. as to what you would give this Breezango Forgotten Sons match. We'll go with a three. Okay, a little above uh, average. Yes. So you were you were high on this one. Not, I was not much higher than me. I I went two and a half, so I went I went at average, but uh, uh, yeah. that's the Forgotten Sons aspect of this match. Uh, that's fair. Grapple was lower than me. They went two point four three. Okay, but, if it wasn't for Fandango, I think this would have been a much lower. It was just, he was just so I thought he was such yeah. like a bright spot. On I mean, there's some fools in here giving this like one and one and a half. So and those people are wrong. It was not no, that yeah. bad. Uh, no, Fandango not at all. alone. We've seen. Bad, yes. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, then we got the finals of the breakout tournament: Cameron Grimes, Jordan Miles, and I got some things to say about this. I I gave them credit for how hard they worked, but this again yes. felt a lot like the break the uh, some of the other breakout tournament matches where the crowd just didn't seem all that into it, and. Yeah. These are guys who I know for a fact can tear the house down. And I've seen them tear houses down. Uh, And the takeover crowds specifically are the crowds that go crazy for their types of matches, but they didn't do their type of match here. They did like your WWE kind of style like a bit like of your a, watered down version, a little watered down, yeah. And then there was just some weird stuff that uh, other people had pointed out, like uh, Cameron Grimes' finisher is this mushroom stomp, where he jumps up and stomps on their chest while they're standing, and then drives them down to the mat. Uh, okay. So that's his finishing move, but here he was working on Jordan Miles' arm, I think this during this match, which doesn't yeah. make any sense because it wouldn't help him do like. It wouldn't help him lead into his big, it wouldn't help him, yeah, it wouldn't help him lead into his big move. And 
it's not like Jordan Miles relies on his arms as much as like his legs because he's a bit of a flyer. So if you're going to yeah. work on something, you know, kick him in the knee or work something. On that. Yeah. Yeah. D- where did these guys come from? So I mean, both of these guys are are indie guys. Um, Jordan, right, right. Jordan Miles, the former ACH, did. Um, he worked in Ring of Honor. He did PWG, and he worked in New Japan. Uh, okay. Cameron Grimes, the former God, what was his name? Trevor Lee. Uh, he was mostly in PWG and in Impact Wrestling, but okay. m- he was mostly well known for his performances in PWG. I like if these guys so, went out here and they and they did a match that they would do in PWG. Uh, Pro Wrestling Gorilla or something like that. This crowd would have gone crazy for it, but they didn't do. They 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 had elements of that. Like Cameron Grimes does this really impressive move where a guy will come to do like a a flying cross body at him, and he'll catch him and flip upside down and then land on top of him. They he did oh, it in geez. this match, and the crowd like yeah. ooed for it. But it was like the only thing he did in this match. Yeah. Uh, well, so, and the reason I ask where they came from is because I was wondering if they knew each other because it almost seems like they maybe didn't but clearly they do yeah they've so, I'm sure they've worked together before uh, so to me that's crazy because this the, it was good it was better than some of the other matches we've seen in the breakout tournament mm-hmm. not as good as the first match yes. um, that was still the best but it I don't know um, they did a couple of okay. yeah they did a couple did of big moves stuff. I think yeah I'll be honest I think what hurts it a little bit is Fans were getting into this groove where NXT was bringing in independent wrestlers and they were coming in as themselves. Mm-hmm. And there is, for better or worse, there is this idea that once you get WWEified, like mm-hmm. you come down a notch. Like it didn't it didn't happen for like Finn Balor, who wasn't Finn Balor outside of WWE. Uh but it has happened for a lot of guys. Uh, right. So, so many dudes came in under their names, like Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kushida, like uh, tons of these guys, Matt Riddle, uh, all of the Undisputed Era guys all came in under their names, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, all of these guys came in under their their names that they know and are, you know, know and love. In the independence. And then here you have a tournament full of guys who were not... They weren't huge independent names, but they were burgeoning. Like, people who follow indie wrestling have heard of them or they've seen them. They weren't, like, mega indie guys yet, but they were, like... Yeah, they were right on, on their the, way. They were right on the cusp of being it. And then they took away all of their names. Uh, which is so stupid. Which is weird. And it's so many of them all at once. It's tough to introduce so many characters all at the same time. Yes. Uh, and so and, many of these names would have been better if they'd been left alone. With the exception, I would say, of Angel Garza, which has really worked in his favor. But Yeah, I do like that name. But um, I don't know. Like, this was a good match. But especially after you're coming off of TakeOver, where, like, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole were doing some really cool stuff. Crazy stuff. And EO like, and Candice were, had and a great it, match. Yes. Yeah. So we had these matches where, like, they were just, like cool and different and like oh my god so you think like they're gonna let these guys like just explode and then it just seemed very like reserved really yeah it was fairly conservative uh so in the end uh jordan miles pins cameron grimes with a 450 splash he wins the tournament uh mr regal came out and awarded him the contract to challenge for any championship at uh, in nxt 
and Miles celebrated. So I, I thought this was good. I thought it was above average, but yeah, it not was, much um, above average. They they were working against the crowd here because the crowd was not that into it either. They weren't. No, it. But but it was better than both of their first matches in this tournament. I agree. I think so. Like yeah. for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, and I'm glad Jordan won. I'm uh. I'm excited to see who he goes up against. Yep. So now the contract he has, is that kind of like the money in the bank that he can cash in whenever? God, I, I hope so. I don't think it's a wherever, whenever. I think it's just a he signs yeah. it for the title and like then the match is official. Got it. Um, so, yeah, I went uh, I went three on yep. this one. I'm about the same. Yeah, and Grapple gave it a 2.99. Yeah, okay, so it's a three. <laughs> so they're, right, they're like right there. Um, right there. Okay, so... Uh, before we hang up, uh, real quick, uh, well, first let's get this out of the way. Uh, a big thank you to the good people over at think geek for sponsoring this episode. Send me slash think geek to pick yourself up some cool geeky collectibles or, uh, wearables, uh, send me slash think geek, or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, so I could sound like an idiot right now, Jacqueline, cause it's possible cause we're recording this. Not on a Tuesday when we normally do. We were recording this on a Monday. Yes. And I have not looked on Twitter. It's now three minutes after eight, and I don't know when this is going to happen. I could sound dumb, but I don't think so. The news is out there. Uh, And this is big uh, for a variety of reasons. But uh, NXT is going to the USA Network. It is going... for sure? This is a for sure. Debuting on September 18th, two weeks before AEW debuts on TNT. Wait, it's it's debuting when? September the 18th. So that's in four weeks? Three weeks? They've already taped through September 11th. I cannot believe they're picking it up that that fast. This is all happening very quickly. Uh, this is not. This is not a good idea. Two hours on USA. Uh, this will show you how haphazardly this is being tossed together right now. Uh, they don't know for sure. The word is that it's not positive if they're going to be shooting at full sale every week, or it's not even. We don't even know for sure if it's going to be live every week, or if they're going to do one week live, one week taped, or what. Uh, that's how little we know. All they know is that it's going to USA. It's going to be two hours. It's going to be debuting September 18th, which is two weeks before AEW starts. Obviously they're doing that on purpose for some reason. I guess they think if maybe they start two weeks before AEW that no one will want to check out AEW, but you know, that's silly. I don't know why they're trying to get a head start like that, but it's 2019. People just DVR things. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I want to talk about this at least a little bit before we go, because... Uh, this is... is it still going to be on, on... Is it going to be on Hulu? Is it going to be on the network? What is happening? These are big questions. So, I'm curious about the Hulu deal, because Raw and SmackDown do, sh- I, I believe, are still on Hulu uh, the day after they air. So, the network is a different deal. On the network, Raw episodes and SmackDown episodes only appear on the network one month after they have aired. So uh, that could happen to NXT. That's part of the deal with USA. Once SmackDown moves to Fox, I don't know if the same deal applies. But 
Um, wait, what goes on a month after it airs? I'm sorry. Ra- Raw and SmackDown air one month after... Uh, they air on the network one month after they aired in real life. Oh, yeah, but they air on Hulu the next day, right? Okay. On Hulu, they... Uh, as far as yeah. I know, I haven't looked. If they're still on Hulu, yeah. but I think they are. They are. Yeah, it comes up. But... I don't understand. Oh my gosh! What's the, what would be the purpose of having a network anymore if NXT moves to right? I guess TV. Uh, I guess if you're an NXT only fan, the only yeah. purpose of having the network still would oh, be takeover takeovers and the regular WWE pay per views if you watch those. But takeovers currently go to Hulu, so I wouldn't see why they still wouldn't. They do. Um, and they air the night at. So I guess if you want to watch it live, you'd have to have the the network. So stupid. But for the purposes of this podcast, we don't record it like right after the takeover is over, so I don't have a problem if I don't catch it live anymore. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what the purpose would be. I feel like this is going to end up costing them some subscribers, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, some serious competition is going to be running on a night on network television, and Vince McMahon cannot have this. So I mean. I mean- Come on, there's enough. There's enough sand in the sandbox, Vince. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. But he he just can't let it happen. Last the last time he let anything slip, WCW beat them for 84 weeks in the ratings. So, uh, he just he just won't ever let that happen again. Uh, so I don't know how many pros there are to this situation because I'm going to tell you the biggest con I have with this mm-hmm. that I read, and they were talking about how now with NXT being it, like the well, they're even talking about this one uh, with FS1 that yep. anyone could just show up. No, this means there's going to be yeah. fluidity, and NXT is not going to be NXT anymore. And yeah. I am mad, and it does not need to be two hours. One hour is perfect. The only pro to this that I could see as a possibility, but I think this is a long shot now, uh, is that somebody. Uh, goes to Vince or whomever it needs to be gone to and points out that there will be crossover between fans of AEW and fans of NXT. Most AEW fans are not fans of main roster WWE. Most of them are lapsed WWE fans, people who used to like WWE, but no longer Mm -hmm. like WWE. And NXT produces a similar product to AEW and that there would be big crossover there. And that it would be best to leave Triple H in charge of NXT because he is producing the product that garners the interest of people who would like AEW. But I feel like that that is a long shot. I feel like, uh, you know, AEW is serious competition. And this show, if it's on the network, no big deal. Mm -hmm. Triple H can run it. But now it's going to be on national cable television on the USA Network, two hours possibly live every week and I don't see how Vince can't not want to be involved in it and the idea here is to either beat them in viewership or to steal AEW viewership so AEW doesn't succeed as well and the theory that you read is probably correct that's another con that possibly if they aren't if NXT isn't cutting it on its own which it might not uh, then Vince would probably not hesitate to take main roster stars and put them on the NXT show to try to draw interest from viewers. But ultimately- but there's less viewers for main roster than there is for NXT. 
Well, I just... Well, no. I, I mean, like, I, I don't know what NXT numbers are on the network. I think main roster... I think, I think Raw and SmackDown are doing higher numbers. It, we don't know what NXT will do on a cable network. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I want to see. I like it the way it is. No, I like it. I like it the way it is, too. I... It's possible it could become overlong and drawn out. I mean, there are a lot of people in NXT that aren't being used on TV. That's um, true. The this one would thing open I do, some doors. Yeah, but what I do like about NXT that um, Raw and SmackDown don't have is that they do have the benefits of editing. <laughs> yes. Tape like, is good. Yeah, and it helps so much. And also, so, like, what's going to happen with the Florida circuit? Are those going away? Yeah, no. I don't think that those would be going away. I think those shows would still be happening. Um, but it's hard to say. It sounds like NXT is going to go heavy into flux. I think there is a high degree of probability that this could, in fact, water down or dampen or do damage to the one really good brand that WWE yeah. has going right now. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to... Get cable just so I can watch AEW or have it on in the background so that we, I can inflate the numbers. Like, this is the <laughs> only reason to do this now. You're just trying to push NXT back to the network, back to one hour, yes. back to taped. That's all I want. Um, it, it's, I'm like, you know, when I was talking to you in, uh, in the chat, like, I feel I want to remain optimistic about this. Um, uh, it's tough to be optimistic because I sort of, sort of feel like I already know where this is heading. But, yeah, there's a pattern. Uh, and this is kind of just how Vince does things uh, when there's competition. I mean, there's a lot of things I'm 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 wondering about. Like, you and I, we like NXT, and we don't care about... There's some things that we just don't care about. We'll watch NXT every week in full sale, and we're like, you know, that's fine. This is a fine show. But yeah. when you're putting it on cable... But that's also in the bubble of people who are fanatic wwe fans or wrestling fans like they will have the network but that's a small bubble of the viewing percentage of people you know usa network far more people watch that network than watch wwe network stuff um and you could be drawing eyes into this product and people are going to tune in let's say they tune in the first week the aew and nxt go head to head and mm-hmm. WWE is doing live NXT from Full Sail University. It doesn't look like trash, but it's a small... It's very small. There's it is. maybe 400, 500 people in that building. And AE, yeah. AEW's first show is going to be in the Capital One Center in Washington, D.C. And it is a little sold, bit of bigger audience. <laughs> it is sold out with like 12,000 people. And yep. if you have people who haven't been watching wrestling for a while... And they watch the WWE show, and they watch the AEW show. The AEW show is going to come off like Major League. Like, yeah. well, they're gonna, that's what it is. They're going to watch that show, and they're going to be like, oh, man, I'm missing out on this. Look at how many people are obviously here, and they're going crazy for all these people I've never heard of. I must be missing out. I'm going to tune in yep. to watch more. Uh, yeah. So I don't know if NXT is going to start trying to tour bigger buildings or get out of full sale or... Full sale is fine for me. Like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. No, I like it's like an intimate setting. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It's just going to lose so much. Not. (sighs) I'm I'm actually really concerned. I love NXT. We're going to keep. I mean, we're going to keep following it for a while. If it gets really bad, (sighs) I'll just migrate Jacqueline over to the AEW podcast and we'll we'll just slowly we'll just 
kind of slowly push the corpse of the What Comes Next podcast into the Cinema Geekly uh, dustbin, but uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. I'm trying to stay optimistic about this, but and we'll, we'll give it some time. Dedicate two hours a week to watching wrestling. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Uh, I mean, it won't be a full two hours. You know, if you wait until afterwards, it won't be a full two hours. You can watch it on, like, Hulu without ads, and it'll be, like, an hour and 40 You're minutes You're assuming that I don't have, that I pay for the fancy Hulu. Uh, well, we'll uh, maybe I'll find a, maybe we'll we'll find another way of getting the show to you in a shorter fashion. I don't know what that would be, because... No, I'm just going to send citizens. me a zip drive every week. Yes, yes. In a, in a, in a, like, in a black bag. Uh, yep. an unmarked bag uh, <laughs> for legal reasons. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's interesting for sure. Like, I'm curious to see what happens. Like, maybe they do something great with it. I don't know. But my gut tells me it might not be good. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I feel like Cody Rhodes, though, is going to probably have a big, like, something to say about this, right? He seems pretty outspoken. Yeah, I hope well, he addresses that head on. Well, the tweets that were out here from the news story, like the Young Bucks retweeted it, and they're like, we're not scared. <laughs> I mean, and look, uh, look uh, this isn't the AEW podcast, but I'm I'm not going to get to do the the preview for their next pay-per-view until uh, the weekend. But okay. uh, I'm sure we'll probably talk about it on that show. But uh, they've their next pay-per-view, which is at the end of this month, is already sold out. It sold out m- months ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And they've announced their first. Uh, well, they just today they announced their next two television taping locations, uh, or the next okay. two live event locations. But so far, they've already listed and put tickets on sale for three. Uh, the first three weeks of TV, and all three of those shows have sold out. So, yeah, and they're at big arenas. And yeah, well, the second week is in a smaller arena. They, I think it's like six, seven thousand. Uh, but the week after that, it's like 10,000, uh, yeah. and the next, the, the two arenas they announced today are in the, the higher, like in the tens, uh, as well. And it seems like they're doing like college, like college towns, uh, oh. they're running like college, uh, college campus arenas and things like that. So, All right. so they're not like big NBA arenas, but they're really good size and they'll look good on TV. Uh, but yeah, they've got kind of this momentum going for them right now. Uh, I, they have no reason to be afraid of this, but no, it'll all go up into the air when they start airing on television, and we'll see what kind of television audience um, exists for these shows. Like, I'm curious to see. I am kind of curious to see what NXT does on actual television. But I'm not. I'm. A you know what I'm really mad about now. I'm. Hmm. What else really bugs me? I cannot read spoilers anymore. Now, spoilers will be gone. Thing. The best thing about NXT, I can read what's happening. I know yeah. who wins the next four weeks. Oh, do you? I literally have it up right now. Yes. Oh, well, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything. But Well, I wanted to see what the main event was for next week because I forgot. Is it but, the Matt Riddle, um, Killian Dane match? I think it is. Yeah, it yep. is. But then it just showed me everything else that happens on that episode. And I was like, well, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so huge, this is obviously huge news. Uh and it'll be interesting to, I mean, I'm not going to pick a side in this, this war of television shows. Cause I like NXT. I've already picked one. Have you? Is it AEW? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
You're defaulting because you're like, I want my old NXT. Like, give me. I it do. Back. I already want it. <laughs> I'm already uh, mad. I'm not. I'm not picking because I like NXT and I like everything I've seen from AEW so far for the most part. So, uh, I'm I'm curious to see what happens. But boy, it doesn't feel all that good about. It's not feel. Oh. It's not feeling good about NXT. And uh, well, I really want it to especially, do good. Especially because it's like, oh, guys, hey, by the way, four weeks, we're going live. Hey, like, who does that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it does feel so out of the blue. Like, I would have been less worried if they were like, okay, January 2020. Like, okay, you're going to take your time and, like, plan this. Yes. It, it, it does. I mean, there's been talks for... Ever since AEW became a thing and they were, you know, like, we're going to have a TV deal. And then once they announced TNT especially, like, there was all this talk about NXT possibly going. uh, Yeah. uh, Possibly. My big. Oh, you know what I just thought about is going to be another big, could be a downfall of this. You know how we love our takeovers and they are the perfect time and size and, like, length. They're going to be, like, blown out of proportion now, because if they have a two-hour show every week, a two-hour takeover does not cut it, right? So it's going to be a four-hour show. Yeah, well, lately they've been about three anyway, I think. Um, Still. And three is still good time, but... uh, By the way, in today's daily update for... uh, On uh, Wrestling Observer, uh, they noted here that... The major aspects of the deal are expected to be announced on Raw tonight. Uh, at least that uh, at least that was the plan yesterday when it was what NXT talent was told. The belief is that the show will go live weekly from Full Sail, but that aspect has been a closely guarded secret. So th- they might not that might not be the case, but it sounds like that's what's presumed when they make the announcement about NXT. Uh, it's, is it, that'll be at full sale? It'll be full sale live weekly, which might be it might be a hindrance. There, uh, it won't be a hindrance for people who already love NXT, but it might be a hindrance for people who are used to big WWE style production, big arenas. You know, they that's may, not what the show is. It is not, but cat, even even lapsed wrestling fans, that's what they're used to. The WCW always ran big buildings. WWF always ran big buildings. They come back to wrestling and they see this place running in a tiny building and they see the other guys running in a big building full of fans. They'll think one is big time and the other is small time, which maybe I mean, that's a you know, I think that's kind of a crappy way to look at it. But sometimes people look at things not in depth, but on the surface. So, yeah, uh, and we'll see. And we'll see if like the full sale crowd, like what it's like if it's two hours live every week, maybe they'll be more energetic all the time. Uh, maybe maybe they'll be really invested uh but also it feels like that crowd in particular if they do things to screw with the formula that's made nxt work that crowd will turn on them i think fair yes so they won't be able to sell out full sale (laughs) no so interesting times the announcement will probably be made sometime tonight so on the next episode we'll maybe talk about it a little bit more but in the meantime we still will have a few weeks of standard, regular, old NXT to watch for a few more yes. weeks. So we will have and that to I hold on to. I know who wins. <laughs> we'll all, as the saying goes, we'll always have Paris. Uh, if if things go sideways after this, we will yeah, always have, have network NXT 
to show 520. Up to so, show, four. like, yeah, whatever it is, 523, 524, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, Jacqueline. Uh, in the meantime, if you're interested in reliving some of those old WWE Network days on, on of NXT, you can go to cinemageekly.com and check out the archives of this show. There's plenty of good times to be had there. And, uh, of course, you can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for What Comes NXT and hit subscribe. And uh, that way you can hear us next time uh, as we talk about episode 521 of NXT on the WWE Network featuring Matt Riddle and Killian Dane.